welcome to podcast number 70 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. For the last several months, I've been teaching on the topic of finances and particularly prosperity, financial prosperity, how to receive it, how to prepare ourselves spiritually for the financial blessing God wants to give us. If you have interest in any of those teachings, you can always go back and pull them up off of my podcast that's with cpnshows.com and I believe that you'll be blessed by it. In addition to that, if you want to read about some of the subjects dealing with financial prosperity and generosity and God's blessing and how to get out of debt, you could go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. If you'll pull that up, you'll find a link on there where you could receive my monthly newsletter. In the past few months, they've all been on the subject of finances, but today we're going to venture forth into a new area of teaching. I'm very excited about today. There's been great anticipation in moving into an area that I feel very strongly about, and that has to do with our faith. You know, Quality Christian Living is a podcast designed to talk about all the various aspects of living a wonderful, abundant, positive, enjoyable, quality Christian life. And we're going to be discussing a lot of topics in these podcasts called Quality Christian Living. We'll be talking about miracles and faith and marriage and parenting. We're going to talk about business relationships. We'll talk about finances from time to time. We'll even be discussing issues dealing with veteran issues in our country today. So I'm excited about all the various aspects of Quality Christian Living. And today is one of my absolute favorites. And that topic is faith. So I'm going to have a lesson today entitled Faith for New Dreams. You know, many people give up on their dreams and I'm going to pray that God will bless us and help us to go into an area where we can understand how to pick up those old dreams and bring them back to life and how God wants to bless us. He wants us to dream and he wants us to anticipate his blessing in every area of our life as we live a quality Christian life. Let's pray. Father, I pray blessing and anointing upon this teaching today, and I pray, Father God, that your Holy Spirit would move in a very special way and reveal to me what topic to speak on, what areas to cover and focus on and emphasize, and the areas that probably should be taught at a different time. I need that clarity from you, and I pray that those who are listening in today, Father, would receive a new level of faith, that they'll be able to dream again and believe, God, that you are the one who will answer their dreams and their goals and their desires, Father. So I pray a blessing upon them and upon everything that's brought forth this day. And may everything that is said will glorify your name and lift up your name, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to make a promise to you right now, and that promise is that as you go through these podcasts on faith, that you're going to see an increase in your faith the ability to believe and to trust God and to call forth those things that are not as though that they are. And I'll go into great detail on that in upcoming podcasts talking about the promises of God. I also want you to realize that God has a great plan for your life. And if you will take these steps to receive a impact, an impact of power in your life of faith. You know, there's so many people I talk to that say they just don't have faith to believe, and yet they have faith in their business to take great chances, to be very risky in the things that they deal with. And it's interesting how they have great faith in the things, maybe in business or, you know, maybe it's in sports or whatever it might be, or things that they're doing, golf and things of that nature. But when it comes to having faith for spiritual things or faith for physical things, 
I believe people sometimes struggle with that. So I promise you that we're going to give you teaching and help and scriptures and examples of how faith will radically change your life. This is going to be an exciting series and I know God's in it. I know he's going to bless it and I know that you will receive something very special as you tune in each and every podcast. When I started these podcasts, I was kind of wondering, will anybody listen? Will everybody, anybody have a real interest in anything that's being said here today? But I was told the other day that we're averaging about 4,500 downloads every single month. And over the last six months, we've had well over 25,000 people who've downloaded these teachings in the area of finances and financial prosperity. I believe the Lord's going to bless and continue to bless these messages. And I believe, Lord, that there's going to be a whole new group of people added, Father, to these podcasts. Those who've enjoyed the past, I thank you and welcome you back. For those of you who are new to my series on finances, I pray God's richest blessing on you. But get ready now. Anticipate God to move in a very special way in your life. Now today, faith for new dreams. Everyone, I believe, has experienced times of needing faith for something else. Maybe you need a boost in your faith for a health situation that you're challenged with. I know in my own life, I've had several times in my life when the doctor said, you've got an incurable disease, and I mean several. Three very powerful ones were a kidney failure happened many years ago, and I needed faith to move on. And then when cancer hit my body 22 years ago, and I was told that there could possibly be cancer throughout my organs. They found it in my kidney and had to remove my kidney. And then most recently, when I was diagnosed with an incurable disease called multiple myeloma bone marrow cancer, and they said that there's no cure for it, and that if the medications they had for me and the treatments they had didn't work, that I probably only had six months to live. Well, God's not done with me yet. They told me that I had maybe six months to live. That was five and a half years ago. So, and that's as of 2021. So I know God's got a great plan for my life and I know he's got one for you. So many people, getting back to my this point I was trying to make, there are times that we need faith for, for something new in our life. We might need faith for our finances, that we need a breakthrough there. We might need faith for challenging issues and decisions that we need to make or maybe deciding to switch from one job to another job. Or if you're a single person, you're trying to decide who you should date and, and when you meet someone, is this the right person and the decisions you need to make and you need faith to understand what's right and what's, what's wrong and It's just life. Everybody faces things in their life where they need an increase in their faith. I've mentioned before in some of my teachings that we all have a measure of faith and God's word tells us that. And of course, even if you're not a Christian, people have faith for things like sitting on the chair and having faith to believe it's going to hold them up or stepping on the brakes of a car and having faith to believe it's going to stop their car and that type of thing. So we all have a measure of faith, but let's see how God can increase that faith and bring on a whole new level of faith in our walk with Christ. In this particular podcast, I want to talk about faith for new dreams. You know, our, our faith can seem so real at times, and many times it comes true, what we want or what we desire, and we've seen that happen in our life. But although our faith can seem so real and may even come to reality certain times, I, I believe that people can have a greater level of faith for their dreams than they can imagine. I can remember as a young man, when I first became a Christian, I started dreaming in a very different way. I started dreaming about huge things were going to happen in my life and blessings. And and I would be walking down the street and all of a sudden I would 
be kind of lifted up. I'm serious now. I'm talking about my during my dream. And, and I would literally fly over the city where I lived. And I'd be flying all over Phoenix and Scottsdale and those areas. And I could see that there was a chance that maybe I'd have business opportunities in this area or that area. And these dreams were wonderful. I'd wake up all excited and really kind of wondering how much this stuff is going to come true and how soon it's going to come true. And so most of my dreams, you and I was doing that flying thing. And not say you have to fly to have successful dreams or have more faith. It just simply worked with me. And I've known several other people who've had experienced the same thing. I don't know if you ever will. It's not necessary, but let's just move on. Most of my dreams, though, when I was flying around, didn't make a lot of sense. The, the only dreams that I did not like were the dreams when I reimagined my experiences in Vietnam. As you probably know, I was a Vietnam veteran and served in that war back in the late 60s. And I was exposed to Agent Orange. And because I was exposed to Agent Orange, nearly 50 years later, I was diagnosed with bone marrow cancer. And that's something they said came from that exposure to Agent Orange. You know, so I would have dreams of those type of dreams about going back to Vietnam or re-experiencing things there. And I really didn't enjoy those. And so I don't think I want to talk about those. As a matter of fact, I've written a couple books on the subject of Vietnam, one entitled Vietnam Before, During and After, A Young Man's Journey. And it talks about those dreams and another book entitled Vietnam PTSD and Agent Orange. These books you can find on my webpage and enough said about that. Let's move on. The faith that I want you to have for your dreams, that I want to talk about to your dreams, are your dreams of desired accomplishments, the dreams of owning your own business, or getting married, or raising a family. Maybe the dreams you had about being a, a painter, maybe a very talented painter or a sculptor, or an author, or being able to play a musical instrument. And as you, you listen to these podcasts, I want you to kind of get a piece of paper and write down the dreams that you've had in your life. You know, sometimes we just throw them away and we forget them. I can remember not too many years ago, my wife and I were walking down the beach in California and we were on vacation and we we're walking down and I said, honey, is there anything in your life that you'd like to do now? Our marriage, we'd been married at the time, you know, some 40 years and we were just talking about, you know, the future and those types of things. And I said, is there anything in your life you'd like to do you've kind of dreamed of doing? And she said, you know, I've kind of always thought I'd like to be a a painter. I'd like to paint landscapes and those types of things. And because we're walking down the beach and seeing the beautiful water crashing against the rocks, and it was very picturesque. And she said, I'd like to be able to paint things like that. And I said, well, then why don't we get, as soon as we get back, we'll sign you up for classes. We'll get whatever equipment you need. And let's, let's watch and see how God can bring those dreams to pass. Well, when she got into it, she just loved it. And as a matter of fact, we now have a room dedicated into a, in our house that's her studio. And she has been painting now for all those years, ever since, and has been quite accomplished now. She's been in many galleries. She's sold a tremendous amount of paintings to a lot of individuals. And she doesn't paint them so much to sell them as much as she paints them to cover the cost of her materials and things. But then she loves to give them away. I think it's kind of fun that she'll be in the house and someone will say, I just love that picture. It's really beautiful. Where did you get it? And she'll say, well, that's one of my paintings and the person will say oh I just love it and Sharon will look at the person and say you really do would you like to have something like that in your home she said oh my goodness yes but I'm sure I can't afford it and Sharon will just hand it to them 
and say, here, why don't you just take this home and put it on your wall? One of the greatest joys, she says, that I have is to have my dream be a blessing to someone else. So that's pretty exciting. So maybe you've got a dream to be a painter someday. Personally, I always wanted to be a sculptor, but I've never really had any success with it. But I did want to have my own business and God brought that dream to pass. And I wanted to be a pastor someday after that happened, after my business activities. And God brought that to pass. And we had a dream that our church would run at least a thousand people. And God brought that to pass. And each one of those took a certain level of faith and trust and confidence that God was able to do something great in my life. I've always loved the scripture that says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything we can imagine or think according to the power that lives in us. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. So we need to dream. And I know that you are going to dream again. And I know that those dreams are going to start to come to pass. And you're going to be blessed by it as your faith grows and your confidence in God to bring forth those things in your life. Now, as we go through these various areas of faith and dreams, I mentioned just a few minutes ago that you should take a piece of paper and write down the dreams, maybe things you've given up on. Maybe you had a dream of guys. Let me speak to the guys out there for a second. Maybe you had a dream of having a car, a fun car that you could drive and fix up and some maybe something that you drove years ago or that you thought was a cool thing. And it, you maybe could just simply have a hobby of putting a car together. I don't mean building one from scratch, but I mean finding one and working on it. And if you're talented that way, personally, I'm not. But maybe you have a dream of being a carpenter. Maybe you'd like to build things in your home. You know, God has an inexhaustible supply of blessings and talents that he wants to pour out upon us. So dream for those things. And while you're dreaming, you're writing these things down. Dream big because we serve a great big God. Now, when I pastored the North Scottsdale Christian Church, that was for about 20 years, I spoke one time for an entire year during our Sunday morning services on the study of the book of Romans. Yeah, I actually taught for an entire year. When you get into the book of Romans, you could easily go a year. I know some people who've written books that took them years to write because of the amount of information that's found in the book of Romans. Now, for some, you might think, well, that seems like a long time or a little bit too much to focus on in one book of the Bible. But but the, the book of Romans has been called by so many people the greatest book of the New Testament to help believers understand who they are in Christ and how they got there. So I at first taught for a while and I wound up getting into chapter four of Romans. I taught for about three weeks just on chapter four. The, the Apostle Paul's teaching in chapter four really touched me deeply. I mean, it impacted my life. It was so powerful that I basically was touched so deeply that I wrote a book about it. I wrote a book that's entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. The premise of what Paul talked about has to do with the idea of calling forth those things that are not as though they are. I just think that's a powerful way to increase our faith. My book that I wrote came from a scripture found in Romans chapter 14 and verse 17 in the New Living Translation. And here it is. Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. And you see, Paul's, Paul's words in Romans 4 in the New Living Translation, as I read it, were inspired by the teachings that we find in Genesis chapter 17 and verse 2. Once again, let me quote that from the New Living Translation. And here's what it says, Genesis 17, 2. I will make a covenant with you. Now that's God speaking to Abraham. I will make a covenant with you by which I will guarantee to give you countless descendants. 
Now, this, this really is so powerful because at the time, Abraham was called Abram. That was his name. So when God changed Abram's name to Abraham, he then told Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations. Now, in, in Genesis chapter 17, we read that Abraham bowed to the ground and he laughed to himself in disbelief. He, he couldn't believe what God was saying. You see, he was about 100 years old and Sarah was about 90 years old, his wife. And it's interesting. I, I find it comforting, though, when I heard that the great Abraham and Sarah, I mean, this amazing couple, the father of many nations, and that's what happened in their life. I find it comforting to know that even these great men and women of God were challenged in their faith. It wasn't just automatic. They thought, hot dog, this is it. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be blessed. Thank you, God. I got it. Got it all figured out. And now go forth and see that happen. No, they had they had doubts. They even laughed about it. Sarah even laughed about it more than Abraham did. So it's interesting that they were challenged. That, that, that gives me hope. And I'm sure that gives you hope. And all of us hope that at times when we struggle with finding the faith that we need to deal with the challenges that we face each and every day in our life, we're going to believe that, well, Abraham was challenged through a lack of faith and so was Sarah. And I believe that that happened to them and they hung on and believed and had the faith to see that come to place in their life. You see, even when there was no hope for Abraham and Sarah, he kept believing. Abraham kept believing that he would become the father of many nations. Now, after years of pastoring, at the time I had probably been pastoring the church for 15 or 16 years, Romans 14:7 has become one of the most exciting and profound teachings that the Lord has given me. This, this verse literally is transforming and changing lives. And it'll change your life. I know it has changed mine. It's changing our thought process. See, what this scripture is saying is it tells us how we must look at issues, both the good ones and the bad ones. Verse 17 refers to the God who brings the dead back to life. The God who creates new things out of nothing. Another translation reads it this way. Call those things which are not as though they are. The Amplified Translation says, as if they already existed. Now, think about that for a second. Let's just, let's just slow down here. Think about that. When there's something that hasn't happened in your life, you can actually believe and see it happening. It reminds me of when we were building our church and I went out to the edge of town on the northern part of Scottsdale, beautiful desert land and mountains and all this good stuff. But there was a piece of desert land there. Lots of cactus and there was a coyote here and there and lizards running around. And, but it was a beautiful piece of land. But I walked out there. There was nothing there. But I was, as I was standing there, I got together with the architect and I said, Hey, how can we locate where the pulpit's going to be and where I'm going to be preaching and where the congregation is going to be sitting? And so we walked around and measured some things off and the architect and I were out there and he said, this is where you'll be standing and the congregation will be right in front of you here. And all of a sudden I closed my eyes and I imagined standing there and preaching the gospel message. And when I opened my eyes, I looked out and saw this wonderful thousand seat auditorium filled with people. And I gave an altar call. This was all hadn't happened yet, but I was calling forth those things that were not as though they were. And I said, Lord, I claim your promise that someday this place will be filled with people and thousands of people will give their life to Jesus Christ from this very point. And I could actually feel it and sense it. And yet the building hadn't even been drawn yet. We hadn't even finalized it yet. The plans hadn't been approved by the city. All that stuff still had to happen. 
but I was believing for something that wasn't there as all, although it had already existed, that it was there. It really wasn't, but in my faith, I could see it. Now, as you listen to these podcasts in your life on faith, I want you to be sure and believe for those things that you've written down on that piece of paper, those things that you're dreaming for and believing for. Kind of imagine yourself, whatever it is you're dreaming for, seeing yourself participating in that. Maybe it's just simply you want to have your house paid off before you retire. And so you can see yourself. Now, it's important we understand that that to have faith for something is wonderful, but faith also requires some kind of action. In James chapter 2, verse 26, it says that faith does not have a whole lot of value unless it is doing something. Faith that does nothing is dead, it says. And so therefore, we've got to take steps. We've got to believe that God is able. We've got to believe that, that God is able to do anything that we can imagine or even think. And take action. If you want to be out of debt, then there's steps you got to take to be out of debt and have the faith to believe and hang on. See, some people can have the faith to believe, make their monthly payments at the end of 10 years or 20 years or it might be 30 years. They actually see their house paid for and that dream has come true. Other people have a difficult time making each payment and saying, well, this isn't doing much and they just keep borrowing more money and keep getting new loans and they don't seem to have the faith and they don't have a plan. So it requires a plan of action when we have faith in our life. And we'll be talking about that in the weeks to come. I I know that God's going to bless that area of this teaching. So I want to challenge you to think about the things that need to come back to life in you and in all of your future planning and dreams. Let's take a look at having faith for our dreams. You see, because dreams are a vital part of believing that God can bring life into things that are not. Now, all of us have had dreams we thought would come to fruition quickly. I mean, we have a dream and say, wow, that can happen. I know that's going to happen. I mean, wow, it's going to happen right now. However, most dreams take time to develop into reality. As a little boy, I used to dream about being a professional bowler. I started bowling when I was six years old. I'll never forget it. The bowling balls were real little things, rubber. They were small. They were probably about the size of a cantaloupe. And they would drill some holes in there, little tiny holes for tiny fingers. And I went down with my dad. And of course, he was a good bowler and liked it very much. He enjoyed it so much. And I bowled my first game and I bowled a 36. Now, 36 is not exactly professional level bowling. But I believed that I could become a professional And that dream was birthed in my life at the age of six. You see, I had an uncle. His name was Uncle Buzz. Matter of fact, his last name was Fazio. And he was a professional bowler. And he eventually was inducted into the Professional Bowlers Hall of Fame in Akron, Ohio. I was born in Akron, Ohio. I had only met him one time in my life, but that meeting made a major impact on my life. He he told me, my Uncle Fazio, he told me to hang on to my dream and someday it could become a reality. And when I met him, I was probably in the range of about 10 or 11 years old, if I can remember correctly. But that was implanted. But I remember when I first bowled my first game, that little 36, even then I thought to myself, wow, I'll enjoy it. And so as a child, I was one of those kids that wasn't very athletic, if you will. But when it came to bowling, I knew that I could do that. And it's funny when I was in sports in school. I was always the little guy who nobody wanted to pick on their team. I was too short to play basketball or too light, too skinny 
to play football. But when it came to bowling, then my physical stature was not important. Besides that, I had a dream that I was going to become a professional bowler. Now, it was seeded by my uncle, and it was watered by my dad, and it caused me to grow into an outstanding bowler. By the age of 16, I was offered to go on the summer professional bowler's circuit. I could actually be a professional bowler. Now, please don't think that I'm boasting. Please don't think that I'm trying to act like I'm some kind of a big shot. But even though I had not heard the biblical teachings of calling something from nothing, I knew that everyone could dream and that dreams are possible if we hang on to them. Many have experienced dreams that they let go, and that's sad. Many of us need to dream again, claim God's promise, and and experience something coming from nothing. The world needs more dreamers. Dreamers need to have faith to see their dreams come true. But in addition to faith, don't forget James chapter 2, verse 26. It says, faith that does nothing is dead. We've got to have faith, and that's wonderful, and that's the beginning of everything. But faith is, is not the belief that God will do whatever we want. And all of a sudden, just God's just going to do it. I've got faith for it, so God's going to do it. Faith is the belief that God will always do the right thing for us. He'll always do what's best for us in our life. So sometimes when we have faith to believe and it doesn't happen, we need to stop and think, is this what God knows is best for us? I've always had a philosophy about the church as a pastor and as a Christian. I've always felt that what's best for the church is best for me. Now, I've prayed about certain things and asked God for certain things, and it didn't happen. I don't know if I didn't have enough faith, but I do know this, that God knew what was best for me. And he also taught me to have faith in him, regardless of what comes out, that that will never change my faith. I've been diagnosed three different times in my life with sicknesses and diseases they said were not curable and that I was probably not going to live. But I just trusted in God and believed, Lord, if it's my time, it's my time. But if it's not, Lord, and you have more planned for me, then I'm ready to move on and step into whatever you have planned for my life. I had to take action. I had to take a step. The steps of a righteous man are led of God. I had to take steps. But as I took steps, God honored that. He honored my faith because I was taking action in the direction of my dream. He saw it and he blessed it. And he will do the same thing in your life as you have faith to believe and then you take action to see that come to pass. Now, God is always near and he's always waiting to hear from us and he wants to bless us and he's always available. So we can't be careful. Don't wait on him to touch. Step forward and move closer to him. God never moves. He's always the same. He's always consistent. But we're the ones that move around with less faith or more faith or moving in different directions. So remember, Bible tells us, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. So let's remember to stay in touch with God, to have faith to believe, and let God know that we believe and we trust in him and that we know that God will bless us if we take action. It may be you need to write a letter to someone or you need to go to someone and and basically get right with them in your relationship. Maybe you ask them to forgive you or something that is stagnant between the two of you. You need to get that repaired. All of us need to pray and all of us need to do something to help someone else. So God wants to bless us, but there are steps that we need to take. There's an old saying that someone said, I don't know who it was. It's an unknown author. For faith with no effort is no faith at all. So 
God wants us to have the faith to believe, and he certainly has the ability to meet whatever dream that we have and see it come to pass in your life. I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I pray that the upcoming podcast will encourage you and bless you and cause your faith to grow and increase. So let me just pray for you as we close this podcast today. Father, thank you once again for the opportunity I've had to bring this message to those who are listening in today. I pray you would anoint, Father God, Lord, the future of these podcasts and that everyone who tunes in, Father, would see an increase in their faith. I believe it. I believe it's going to happen. It's a promise you've given us in your word. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, thank you for tuning in today. And as we continue in this teaching on faith, I believe that God's going to show you ways that you need to move forward and claim it and believe it and watch it happen in your life. Remember, having faith is one thing, but works are required to see it come to pass. So believe for them. Write down that list. Get that piece of paper and write those dreams down and believe for them and pray for them and then take action and watch them become reality in your life. Once again, if you're interested in getting additional information on the teachings that I have, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And if you'll tune into there, you'll see books and references and things that I believe will bless you and help you. You can subscribe to my podcasts on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. And may you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Our next episode will continue on the topic as we will for a number of weeks and maybe months dealing with the area of faith. And our next podcast is entitled Faith to Receive. It's one thing to believe and it's one thing to dream. But then there's steps we need to take to see that dream become reality and receive that blessing and receive the answer to that dream. So I thank you for tuning in. So until next time, may God richly bless you.